Uh, it is the Sunday before Thanksgiving, and uh, before we eat 12 weeks of turkey sandwiches and before we get excited about all the fun that, and that comes with family, I love taking a few moments in our service, and I love to celebrate communion. Hopefully you have received the elements of communion, and uh, we're going to be doing that here in a few moments. But I want to take Thanksgiving word, and I, I want to break it into two words, which is thanks and then giving. But I, I want to start with the giving part first and going into thanks. I'm going to do something a little bit different today because we, we often think, you know, how we need to be just thanking God for what he's done. But there's more to it than that. And I want to share with you a message uh, that's called open-handed. And because this is exactly what Christ was for us. He was open-handed. And I won't explain more about this. But to get started today, some of you may know this familiar story about the monkey trappers in the Far East. Now, how's that for a switch from where we've been? And they had this creative way to catch monkeys. And what they would do, they would take these pumpkin gourds and they would uh, put a hole in the side of it just big enough so a, a monkey could squeeze its some through. And they'd take the top and they would uh, clean out the insides and then they would put some fruit inside. They would attach that gourd to the ground so that when the monkeys came, and of course, you know, monkeys are curious individuals anyway, and they, uh, they would reach their hand because they, they, could, they knew that there was something in there. They could smell it. And of course, there was a, typically a banana inside. And what they would do, they would put their hand inside. They would grab hold of the banana, but naturally, they couldn't get their hand out, could they? Because of the, the banana, and their hand was a fist, so it's, it, it was bigger than when it went in. They could squeeze their hand in, but they couldn't get their fist out, especially when it's holding a banana, and a banana is one of their favorite things. So what they would do, instead of letting go and finding their freedom, they would close their fist and hang on to the banana, the thing that they loved the most, and they would begin to jump and to scream, and then those that were hunting them knew what was going on. All they had to do was let go of the banana and find their freedom, but they were unwilling to do so. And instead, they had a closed fist, and they lost freedom forever. Now, I know that's a story about catching monkeys, but there's actually a spiritual significance to this. And I want to take you to a scripture. And no, it doesn't have monkeys in the scripture, so don't worry. We're not, we're not going to say that. But I want you to look at Proverbs chapter 11. Proverbs 11 and verse 24. And it says this. One man gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. Did you see it? One man is open-handed. The other man is what? Closed-fisted, right? One is a giver. The other is a grasper. And if we're not careful, we can be caught up like the monkeys with the pumpkin gourd. And God is a God who is a giver. 
sure it's quiet in here. But God is a God who's a giver. He was not closed-fisted. And we, I'm going to talk some more about this. But here's what we have to do. We have to have a hand exam. Not a ham exam, but an open hand faith. A hand exam. Are we open-handed or are we closed-fisted? So real quickly, what are some characteristics of someone who is open-handed? Number one, we think of the word generosity, don't we? Everyone say generosity. The Bible says in that verse, one man gives freely. That's generosity. Open-handed people give freely. They're generous with their time. They're generous with their talent. They're generous with their treasure. They're generous with their kind words. Are you catching on to this? They love blessing their families. They love blessing their friends. They love blessing God. They're open-handed. And with that comes abundance. Look what the scripture says. The next thing we see is abundance. One man gives freely, yet gains even more. He gives freely, but he gains even more. In other words, abundance. Everyone say abundance. That's right. And the Bible says, if you and I are willing to give, it continues to increase and come back to us. How? Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall be in your lap. I want to tell you one thing. You will be able... Can I spell it? N-E-V-E-R. Yes, I can. You will never be able to outgive God. Bottom line. Jesus was very clear when he said in Luke 6, Give, and it shall be given unto you. When you're generous with this generosity, it creates abundance, and abundance creates confidence. Everyone say confidence. Yeah, people that are givers have this great outlook on life. They have this positiveness about them. Why? Because they had a long, established track record with God. You have this confidence. You know, man, this thing really does work. God, I can really trust you. I'm an open-handed person. I'm a giver. And God, you are my sole supplier. I don't always look to myself, but I look to the one who is able to bless me beyond what I can even think or ask. So what about the opposite? What about the monkeys? We hear the monkeys. No, never mind. Some of the younger people are going, what? You're old if you know that song. I'm just teasing. Some of you said we are. We are. We know that song. The first thing the Bible says about them is stinginess. Haven't heard that word in a while, have you? Since you were kids. You ever... Had a friend had two pieces of candy and you wanted one of them? And you said, hey, can I have one of those pieces of candy? And they said, no. What did you call them? Stingy. Right? The scripture says, another man. Well, here's the second person. Withholds unduly. They won't share the candy or the banana. It's stinginess. They're cheap. They're penny pitchers. And they're hoarders. Don't be elbowing somebody. 
He's talking about you. here's Here's their motto. Get all you can, can all you get, sit on the can, and poison the rest. And that's how they treat their family and their friends and God. Stinginess leads to the second thing, lack. Everyone say lack. This is what the Bible says. A man withholds unduly, but comes to what? Poverty. In other words, there's this constant lack in their life. These are the kind of people that take one step forward, and then they take two steps back. And the more that they hoard things, the more that they want to hold on, the worse life gets for them. Or it's quiet in here again. Don't worry, we're going to end this so good in Jesus' name. Stinginess will lead to lack, and lack will lead to anxiety. Everyone say anxiety. These people are worried. They're fearful about tomorrow. Are we going to have enough? And they're closed-fisted. They only have eyes upon themselves. They're not trusting God, are they? They're trying to trust in themselves. They're, they're closed-fisted. And if they would only let go, they, would, they could have all kind of freedom. But the question is, what kind of person are you? What kind of hands do you have? That's the good question. Are you open-handed or are you closed-fisted? We need a hand exchange today for those that are stingy. We need to move from Stingy to generous. I want you to look at 2 Corinthians 8 and 7. 2 Corinthians 8 and 7. It says, but just as you excel in everything, you excel in faith and speech and knowledge, complete earnestness and in your love for us. See that you also excel in this what? Grace of what? Grace of giving. Grace of giving. In other words, we need to become excellent givers. We need to move from being stingy to being generous. How do we do it? Well, the world has a slogan, and it works in this, in this scripture. Just do it. Start being a giver. And by the way, if, you are a, if you're a poor tightwad... And you come into money, you're just going to be a rich tightwad. I've heard people say, if, if I could just have all this money, you know what? The, what you are doing right now, what you are doing right now, how you're giving right now, is the same way you'll give if you had a bunch of, uh, to give, a lot more money to give. Because how you practice here is how you will practice there. And God help us not to miss out on his blessings. Grace of giving. You know what needs to change? Is your mindset. Our minds need to change. But we, we need to start, the Bible calls it the heart. Our, the seat of our emotions. Notice how your God is. God so loved the world that he gave. It's actually a financial term. 
He paid the price for our salvation. He is very much open-handed. And giving and loving go hand in hand. They work together. We want to love God. We want to love people. But we also, we can't do this, can we? We got to make a difference in the world. We got to, and then we're going to move from lack to abundance. Now, I know you want that one. You, how many like abundance? When it comes to chocolate pie, how many like abundance? I knew I'd get a witness on that one. They asked me what kind of dessert we wanted for, for Thanksgiving. I said, how about one of those chocolate pies? Ha! Get a blessing. Look, I need to move on. 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. Remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Will reap, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. That's why we need to move from this lack to abundance. And then that will change us from anxiety to confidence. Anxiety to confidence. Look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. And Jesus is speaking here. Yeah, Jesus is speaking. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body or what you will wear. In other words, trust him for the necessary things in life. Let go of the banana, get your hand out of the gourd, find your freedom, and God will supply your needs. Isn't that good? Matthew 6, he also says this, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given you as well. In other words, God's going to provide. God's going to provide. You know, some of us old timers, we have this saying, where God guides, he provides. I found it to be true. I found that to be true in my life. That's this God in his proper place in your life. That's, that's this seeking first the kingdom of God, his righteousness. Say, God, you're in charge and I am not. God, you rule over my life, reign in my life. But here's what we have to do. The Bible talks about faith and it also talks about works. Right? There's faith and there works. You've got to put it into practice. It's that just do it. Just start giving. Obey God's word. And God is going to take care of your needs. I have never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. And then I look at the cross. And I look at the hands of God. God's hands are not closed fisted on a cross. God's hands. They are open wide. To receive the nails. That I. I'm the one that should have been crucified. Nails in his feet. The scourging of his back. Most people died at the whipping post. They didn't even make it to the cross. Think about it. 
for your healing, my healing. The crown of thorns on his head. The pain that he must have endured. They pulled his beard out of his face. They slapped and socked him closed fisted. Closed fist hurts individuals. I'm here to tell you today, God suffered so much. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. This is hitting home today, isn't it? Christ's hands were open. And I'm going to tell you, because of his punishment on a cross that he took for us, I'm going to tell you, it gave us our freedom. And we don't have to hold on to the piece of fruit any longer in the gourd because he said, if you'll just let go and let God, I will bless the socks off of you. I will give you salvation. I will bless you from head to toe. If you will just let go, seek God, his kingdom, his righteousness, all these other things shall be added unto you. I'm here to give you a Holy Spirit witness your life. Put God in his proper place in your life. Don't be closed-fisted, but let's have open hands. Uh, I want to remind you we have one more Sunday of this Operation Military Care. We want to bless some soldiers in Fort Hood, and we want to let them know that we pray for them and that we want to do more than just pray. We want to have faith and works. By our works, we want to bless some soldiers. And I want to encourage you to get out of your comfort zone. And even if you don't have money to give to go buy something, you can write a, a note on a piece of paper and say, I don't know who you are, but I want to let you know I'm praying for all you soldiers today. And by the grace of God, his safety be upon you. There is something that you can do. Even if, just take a little time. Use a little talent that he's given to you. If you have the treasure to give, bless our soldiers right now. We, if it was your son or your daughter, you would be so thankful that a church got together and decided to bless your children. I know it's kind of quiet in here, but it's the truth anyway. And because... God has open hands. He turns our mourning beauty into dancing. Because he has open hands, he gives beauty for ashes. He turns graves into gardens. He changes bones and makes them armies. He takes red seas and turns them into highways. Can I get a witness today? And he's the only one who can. Come on, somebody. He's the only one who can. His hands save us. His hands raise us. His hands redeem us. His hands has adopted us. His hands restores us. His hands heals us. His hands delivers us. His hands sets us free. His hands empowers us. His hands blesses us. His hands defend us. And his hands does miracles. Oh, I wish I could get a witness in the house. Hallelujah. And there is nothing better than him. There is nothing better than him. 
Hallelujah. Come on, take five minutes and praise him, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God in his sanctuary. God, you're so good. You've been so, so good to me. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. There is nothing that's better than you. And I'm so to the, to the God of open hands. To the God who paid it all. I thank you, Jesus.